Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let's go to the Lord in prayer together. Well, Father God, we just come to you this morning, Lord. And Lord God, we just want to want to just open ourselves up to you this morning, Lord, and just invite you, Lord, to come and have your way, Lord. Oh, Father, there's a longing inside of us, Lord. We just long for you, Lord. We long for you, Lord, and we can't be satisfied with anything but you, Lord. So we just ask you to come and have your way, Lord. Come, Lord, and reveal yourself, Lord. Reveal yourself, Lord, like never before, Lord. Because we long for you, Lord. Yes. We need you, Lord. Yes. We desire you, Lord. And Father God, we know, Lord, that nothing satisfies like you do, Lord. Oh, come and have your way in our lives, Lord. Come and have your way in our hearts, Lord. We just surrender ourselves to you, Lord. And say, have your way, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You may be seated. God bless you for being here. God is so good. A lot going on, church. We, we had more people here Sunday morning than we had last Easter. And all, that, just, that just encourages me so much. And um, I'm just so proud of, proud of my church. And I don't mean proud in a, in a sinful way, but I'm, just, I'm happy to be a part of this church. If you don't know this, I started as a member just like you, and, and uh, God raised me up here. And, and those of you waiting for me to say it, I'm not going to say it today. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say I started in the sound booth. <laughs> um, amen. Yeah, y'all say it enough for me, I agree. Uh, but it um, goes right along with this message today. Um, but starting... Um, Easter Sunday, we are going to start having two services. Our church has never experienced two services. Last week, we had so many people in our parking lot that people left because of our parking lot. And uh, praise God, I hate that we lost some. But uh, it's a big step. We're stepping out in faith, but just believing that if we don't move now, it's going to start to become a negative. And I need you to be praying, and I need you to come, and I need you to support us. And help us get this thing off the ground. I think Easter Sunday is going to be a huge Sunday. And um, all of our records show that if we, if we need to move now. And, and uh, I just want you to get excited. Church, get excited. We need this. We need to go ahead and boost our, boost our, our, our feeling of church. We're, we're getting ready to look at a pretty, pretty big um, building program. Um, we're in great shape in the sanctuary. We can go to two sanctuaries and have double the space here and, and make room for our parking lot. But um, we are hurting for Sunday school space. We're hurting for youth space. They have over 40 kids in children's church right now. We're having to open up partitions and having to do all kinds of things to make it work. The youth is out of space. It's just, it's just good. It's good and it's bad. Um, it's, it's good. But we've got to move. And I need, you, I need you to get on board with us, and, uh, and let's go. And let's expect God to move. We can't do this without God. I don't want to do this without God. But I also, um, I had, a, I had a, uh, a deacon say this week, it's like Joshua. And if we sit there and keep looking at these giants long enough, we're going to get afraid and we're not going to move in. It's time to move in. Church, in your life, 
in your life, you're about, you're, you're right at the edge of breakthrough. It's time to move in. God's saying, take my word and let's move. You know, going to two services is a minor thing in God's eyes. In your life, when you grab hold of God and step into what he's calling you to do, that's a major thing. You are the church, not this building. You are the church. And I want you to know God's spirit is moving in this place. We are growing. Um, we, we are growing in not just, I don't mean just numbers, but just in spirit, in fellowship. Our uh, life groups are growing. Sunday school is growing. We've just started a new marriage class, and it's it, last week had 34 people in it. You know, it's just, it's just exciting. You may say, Pastor, enough of this. We don't want to hear about the church business. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you need to. And we need to get going. And I'm going to need you all to be believing for some, some big giving, to be honest with you. We, God, we, if, if God's going to move, he's going to move through your pocketbook. And if God can move through your pocketbook, that means God is giving you provision. So what you don't see is, is I'm asking God to start blessing you like he's never blessed you before. We think, uh-oh, he's going to start pulling at our pocketbooks. No, I'm asking God to start pouring into your, into your life. Because you can't give what you don't have. And God wants to give. Amen. I'm, I'm getting excited again. It's not about the church trying to pull at you. It's about God trying to release his power upon you. Amen. You know, if we got the right picture of church, we would, we would feel differently when we came in here. Can you imagine a church that had the right picture of church? I, I can't hardly imagine that. I, I'm telling you. I, I don't think I have the right, the right vision uh, when it comes to church exactly. But I'll tell you, I'm ready for it. And I'm ready for what God wants here. Amen? Amen. All right. Um, where's the power? Where's the power? Remember the commercial said, where's the beef? Where's the power? We've been looking for the power. I want you to know we've been experiencing the power. People being healed from osteoporosis and cancer and toothaches and hurt ankles. God's moving. God's moving. You can't give any other answer except God's moving. Where's the power? How do we get through the things that we're facing today? We've looked over the last few weeks four things that God says, I promise you I'll give you power. He says, I promise you I'll give you power when I'm worn out. We're a nation that feels worn out. We, we don't, we, we, you know, just from a natural perspective, we don't work the land anymore. You know, we're not physically getting out and doing work. We're sitting around and eating a lot and not, get, not losing any of it. We're getting tired. Amen? Have you seen the, the culture's changed? Before, you'd get up and you'd work all day. There was no way to gain weight. We gain spiritual weight. We gain, I don't mean the good spiritual weight. We're sitting around allowing all this stuff to come in and weighting us down. You know, our natural, our natural bodies show us how what we physically eat, but in the spirit, the things that we allow to come in do the same thing to us. To where when we actually do want to get up and do the right thing, we can't keep our breath long enough. I've got kids on my basketball team that can't run up and down the floor two times. We get spiritually weighted down with junk. And we don't even know it. 
We got all this bad cholesterol spirit. I just tried that. I didn't know how that would work. You got the good cholesterol and the bad. What's winning in your life? What have you got in you? God promises to give you power when you have nothing to give. I want you to know we are perfectly positioned for God's power. What have I got to offer? To God? Think for a minute. You know, if we can get a right perspective, we're going to be completely positioned for God's power. I can count on God's power when I hurt or when I'm in pain. Don't answer this question. Are you going through something right now that's painful? You're positioned for God to move. And finally, I can count on God when I'm tempted. We saw a couple weeks ago in Romans 7, 18. Whoops. Uh, Again, let me stay there just a minute. If you're, if you're behind and you would like to be caught up, let me just do a little pitch here for you. We've got a brand new website. Pastor Stephen has worked his rear end off to pull this thing off, but we've got a brand new website. And now you can go there. You don't have to go back, back there and pay $2 for CDs. You can go directly to our website. And if you've got an iPod or you use iTunes, you can get our podcast with every one of our sermons for the last year or so. Close to two years. Close to a year. You can play it right here from the website, or you can download it right here from the website. Or you can come up here to sermons and see all the topics. If you look real close, it says Robert Owens, Unity. That's our latest one. But you can come right up here and hit sermons, and you can download them. Amen. A lot going on. Go here. We're going to try to get you, get you plugged into this website, because most of our information is there and ways to get a hold of us and um, I would just encourage you, go there, and, and if something doesn't work right, give Pastor Stephen a call. <laughs> but he's there for us when we're tempted. It says in Romans seven eighteen, For I have the desire to do what is good, but I just can't carry it out. You know, I think that that's where... I think that's where our church is for a big, big part. We really want to do right. It just, we just can't get it applied. Can anybody relate to that? I want to do the right thing. I want to get away from these things that I'm doing, but I just can't do it. It says in 1 Corinthians 10, 13, every test that you have experienced is the kind that everyone goes through. Your test isn't just for you and it's just torture on you and no one else has to go through it and woe is me. No, everyone, everyone's going through it. But God keeps his promise and he will not allow you to be tested beyond what you can handle, beyond your ability to remain firm. At the time you are put to the test, he will give you the strength to endure it and so provide you with a way out. Do you see that it's at the test that God promises to be there for you? We need the test for God's power to come. At the time of the test, you will be given the power. Amen. There is good that comes from testing. There is good that comes from testing. God always gives us a way out. He always gives us a way out. And I want to ask you, do you take it? I said this a couple weeks ago. Yogi Berra once said, when you come to a fork in the road, take it. You know, he's the one that said, it's over when it's over. 
it's deja vu all over again. You know, it'll hit you later. It's, you know. But when you get to a fork in the road, take it. When God gives you a way out, take it. God gives you the way out of what you're going through right now. Today you have a chance to, to come to that fork in the road and take his way. But the bottom line to these four promises is God saying, when you're burned out, I want to give you my power. When you feel inadequate, I want to give you my power. When you're going through a devastating hurt, I want to give you my power. And when you're tempted, I want to give you my power. Do you see? Nothing of it is a requirement of us. We are positioned for his power. Paul understood God's power when he said in uh, Philippians 4.13, I have the strength to face all conditions by the power that Christ gives me. Now, do you know the scripture? Maybe you don't know this translation. But I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I have the strength to face everything that comes my way by the power that God gives me. This translation is the good news translation. But maybe you would say, God may give you the power, Pastor, but he doesn't work like that with me. I'm just an average Christian. I love God and everything, but frankly, I'm fatigued. I'm stressed. My kids are out of control. My heart's broken. My prayers aren't answered. I don't see God's power in my life. And let me answer you. Let me answer that question. God's power is not automatic. You're thinking, uh-oh. Well, what does he mean? As a matter of fact, I've seen Christians walk around with less power than non-Christians. They may have salvation, but they live with no power. God does the impossible. He gives the power. But we have to do the possible. We have to do the possible with faith that God will do the impossible. So I want to give you some, t- some uh, um, steps of what you can do to receive God's power. Now, I believe you've probably even seen a few of these steps before. God, God has a way. Let me just tell you, God works on a different level than we work. It's a level that we really can't hardly understand. Let's look at number one. You admit that you're weak. You you say, Pastor, oh no, here we go. Do you remember a few years ago I talked about paradoxes? God does not work like we work. He does not think like we think. I didn't get down here with those notes. But it talks about in order to gain your life, you've got to lose it. If you want to be first, you've got to be last. If you want to be exalted, you have to be humbled. We have to admit that we're weak. Are things not working in your life? You are still working on the world's or your level and not on God's level. If you want God's power, admit that you're weak. Admit your lack for power. I admit I don't have it all together. I admit that I can't solve everything on my own. For some here, it's tough because we think we're God. We think we've got it all together and we can do this. Let me tell you something. Who are you kidding? You can't control everything. 
You can't reach every goal you've set. You can't make as much money as you you think you can make. You're human. You're weak. You're getting older. Your hairline's receding. If you're a man, you're going bald. I had a uh, Dr. Tony Hudson once tell me not it just was it was just I don't know if it was ironic is the right word. But he said, Paul, something happens in, a, in a, a man's body that at 25 years old, your prostate starts to shrink. It's just a given. It just starts to shrink. And you know what? I was 25 years old at the time. And I thought, that stinks. There's nothing I can do. Nope, nothing you can do. Well, that really stinks. I like to be able to have control. If I've gained weight, I'd like to be able to lose it. I can. There are ways to lose weight as hard as it is. You know, it's easy to put it on, but it's hard to take off. But that stinks. My prostate's shrinking. My hair's falling out. I'm getting shorter. There we go. Just got a little taller. My wife talks to me. Paul, you got terrible posture. No, I don't. feel like I'm a banny rooster walking around like that. <laughs> Who are you kidding? Quit kidding yourself. You can't handle it all. No matter what I spray on my hair, my hair still tends to fall out. Try not to make any eye contact with you men. It just, it just happens. Let mine grow out so it'll cover this back here as long as I can. Praise God, my my uh, mom's father still has his hair, and I think that's kind of how that gets passed down to, so I'm claiming that in the name of Jesus. God's a, God has a sense of humor. If you weren't here Wednesday night, it was just a really funny time to read exodus 32 and and uh see god deal with moses god god has a sense of humor where do you think you got yours from we can laugh praise god we can laugh in church it's too serious everywhere else god gave you that sense of humor laugh about some things every now and then but who are you kidding We pretend to be self-sufficient. And you know what the key word is? Pretend. We short-circuit God's power for our lives. If we want access to God's power, we start here. You drop to your knees and you admit that you're weak. The Bible is filled with verses on pride. You know, God doesn't talk much about what he hates. But one thing he says he hates is pride. Pride says, I don't need God. Pride says, I've got it all together. Proverbs 29, 23 says, pride ends in humiliation. While humility or admitting my weakness brings honor. Brings honor. If you want God's power at some point in your life, you have got to get rid of the steering wheel and say, here, God, you take it. God is not my co-pilot. God needs to be in full control. And I'm just along for the ride with him. Then you open up the channels of God's power. And it starts with this admission, admitting that you're weak. The next step in receiving God's power 
is you get connected to the source of power. You get connected to the source of power. Did you know things work best when they're plugged in? Tomorrow morning, try to make toast without plugging in your toaster. You may have the absolute best toaster ever made. You know, you go on Amazon.com and you see them how they're all rated and which one's the best one and all these great feedbacks and some of them got bad feedback. doesn't matter what the net worth of your toaster is. If you don't plug it in, you're not getting toast. You can lay hands on it. You can pray over it. You can pray in tongues over it. It's not going to make toast. Pastor, where's your faith? My faith is plugging that thing in the wall and then believing the power is going to go through it into into the source. We think we should have power without being plugged in. Do you hear me, church? The church thinks we should have power without the requirement of being plugged in. Amen. Just say amen. It doesn't mean, it doesn't mean you got to do anything. Just say amen. Maybe you think, well, I say amen, that means i got to commit. Well, that's something you got to deal with yourself. It's time we get plugged in. Some of you are saying, I'm already a Christian. I'm already connected with God. But why don't you have the power? Because you unplug yourself by making ungodly choices and doing things on your own agenda, and then we have this arrogant expectation that God is going to bless what we're doing. Think about it. It wouldn't make sense for God to supernaturally renew our strength so that we could pursue something that is outside of God's design and purpose. As I go through through these steps, maybe you're sitting there saying, I've been a Christian for a long time. Move on. It's not you do this once and you get his power. It's not that you give your heart to Jesus at salvation and you're connected the rest of your life. You're always admitting your weakness. You're always working to get connected with God. Jesus understood this connection and he gave us a vivid picture in his word in uh, John 15. It says in John 15, 5, yes, I'm the vine, you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Those who remain in me. It's not those who give their hearts to me when they're five or when they're 25 or when they're 55, but those who remain in me. How many of us, without raising your hands, have given your heart to the Lord, but you've gone in a different direction? Me. I have done that. I have willingly unplugged from the vine and gone in a different direction. It says, those who remain in me. Do you hear me, church? You have a choice today to plug back in. It's up to you. It's not one of these things where it says, when you turn 25, you're just going to dwindle up and dry up spiritually. It's just natural. It's just you, There's nothing you can do about it, like, like what Dr. Hudson said over my prostate. I may be getting that wrong, Dr. Hudson, and forgive me, but it's a great picture. So uh, I believe that's what you said. Um, should have talked to you beforehand. I'm not... I, Dr. Ramsey over here is wanting to chime in too, but we're, we're, we're going to keep with this, with this picture. Um, 
But it's not you get to a point and there's no hope. Nope, God says, I'm ready for you to plug back in right now. And everything that has dwindled away in your life, everything that's been ripped apart can be restored. Your prostate can get back to the healthy state it's supposed to be in. I'm sorry, let's remove the prostate. Your, your life, your children, your job, your finances are ready to be restored. Can you allow this to penetrate? What are you thinking about? <laughs> Penetrate's not a bad word unless you use it in the wrong. <laughs> Come on. I was, I was getting warm up here to begin with, but now it's out of control. Yeah, see you later. <laughs> there they go. I don't know how we got going down this road, but... Pastor, I'm going I'm to go a little bit further. Pastor Matt once got to talking about riding a bicycle and somehow it got referred to sex and he didn't realize it but the congregation did and it just kept on and on and on to the point that people were laughing so hard they had to leave and he was like man this is great everybody's responding great and i'm like you, you you're not getting it i don't care what image you get as long as it's a clean image i don't want a bad image but i don't i don't care what it takes for you to see your need to plug into God and into the vine. Without being connected to the vine, you have no hope of it being transferred down to you. It says, I am the vine, you are the branches, those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Maybe you say, Pastor, it's so hard to have a relationship with God. It's so hard to have a relationship with God. It's not hard. What's hard is to get the cable guy out to your house. He says he'll come on an even-numbered year. And when it's hailing and the sun is shining. And there's a rainbow that's been up for about an hour. And then you wait and you wait and you wait. Finally, you've waited so long and you finally got to go to the bathroom. You go, two minutes later, you come back. He's jumped out of the bushes, put a sign on your door saying, sorry, we missed you. <laughs> we can be there between the hours of 8 and 12 or 1 and 5. God's not that way. You know, Scripture says he stands at the door. He's standing at the door and knocks. He stands at the door and knocks. He's standing right there waiting for you, waiting for us to open the door. If you're a seeker, if you're in here trying to just check this God thing out, he's waiting for you to say yes. 
to open that door and step across the line to bring him into your life. If you've been a believer for years and you feel like you're unplugged, he stands at the door and knocks. He says, come on back in. He's been looking for you for a long time. I believe the key way to get plugged back in is to get in the word. You have got to have the word in you. It is for your benefit. Start with just five minutes a day. I promise you, your desire will increase. God will give you the desires of your heart. I believe he gives you, in a sense, what you want, as long as they're under God's will. But he also gives you his desires. And he starts to cause you to desire the things he wants. You know what? When we start desiring God's desires, oh, his treasures can't be compared to what we think of treasures here on this earth. You being here at Church on the Hill, we've got so many ways for you to be plugged in. We have life groups. We have Sunday school. We have ministries. We have, you can be an usher. You can, there are so many ways that you can plug in. We've got new Bible studies hopefully about to start. We've got areas of ministry. I want you, this may sound silly, but until, once I plugged myself into an area of ministry, God started moving in power in my life. There's so many, so many opportunities. And if you're not staying connected, don't blame God and don't blame the church. Get connected. Will you get connected today? Will you get connected today? I want you to know God is ready to just absolutely pour himself out on you. Where you are struggling, God is saying, I'll take that struggle. Yoke yourself with me and let me carry the load. Say, Pastor, it sounds too easy. I just want to encourage you. Just start reading your word and start praying to him. Let God do the rest. He'll show you where to go from there. He says the steps of a righteous man are ordered. Right now your steps aren't ordered. You're going on your way. Stop going on your way. Get connected today. Get in the vine. Get in the word. Get in the church. Get in the church. Plug in. Don't just sit there and take, take, take. Plug in. Plug in. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you for our church. I thank you for how you've been moving. But Lord, I can feel you saying, church, you're not there yet. You're not there yet. plug in i just ask you to start praying right now church lord i just ask as the pastor and the spiritual head of this body right here lord that you would move in their lives that we would that we would actually try to to put you in our lives lord that we wouldn't show up next sunday the same way we are today but lord that we would attempt to plug into the power Lord, all you're looking is for an attempt. If you'll just come to me, if you'll just move toward me, you'll find me. Thank you, Lord. Just ask those that are here that have never received Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Today is the day. Today is the day. You may say, Pastor, I've never given my heart to the Lord. If you don't know the love of God, 
and have not asked Jesus to come into your life to set you free from sin and to live an abundant life with Jesus, today is the day. Romans 3.23 says, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. But in Romans 10.9, that if you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that he raised him from the dead, you will be saved. This is your day. This is your day. Just to yourself, just pray a prayer, just saying, Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner. Come into my heart. Save me. I've tried this long enough and I need you. Jesus, come in. Help me, Jesus. Forgive me for the life that I've led up until now. But thank you, Jesus, for forgiving me. Come into my heart. If you've come in here and you're hurting, you're not plugged in and you need to get recharged, I would just ask you to walk this aisle. Let us lay hands on you and believe for the power of God to come into you. Believe that the Holy Spirit would fill you. If you're in need of healing or any type of ministry, we want to pray with you. If my deacons would come forward, if you'd all stand, if my deacons would come forward and Pastor Stephen and Lee, we want to pray with you. And I want you to know, I just ask you to increase your faith. God has been moving in power. Those of you in the balcony, we'll wait for you. Come down here and let us pray over you. God is willing and able to save you and to heal you. Amen.